Hey you, welcome to the party. If you're someone looking to add more sparkle and positivity into your life while learning from incredible resources on how to make having fun your life's purpose, then here's your VIP pass. You are in the right place. Welcome to a confetti-filled life podcast. I'm your host, Vicki Kotris, and each week I'll be sharing interviews with business owners and thought leaders on taking risks, starting creative ventures, and how you can do the same. The disco is in the details because we will be covering everything from mindset shifts needed to grow lifestyle businesses beyond your wildest dreams and the practical tools that will help you get there. If life is a dance floor, then shimmy on out of that nine to five mentality to uncover what really lights you up most in this world. Whether you're looking to start a creative side hustle of your own or just find ways to feel more inspired in your daily life, this is the place for you. And I am so excited to have you here. Thank you so much for joining. Now let's kick off this week's episode. This is your mini episode alert. I told you when I launched this podcast a few months ago that I would do my best to sprinkle in some things that are on my mind, that are on my heart, and just be as open and honest in this process as I can be. So those of you who are closest to me know that For the past four years, I have been building two businesses, which started as a launch point to get out of my corporate life cycle. And so I'm at this juncture now where I have serious plans to leave my corporate nine to five job and pursue whatever passions find me. And that means working and growing on my two businesses that I've built, but it also means making space to find out what are the things that make me happiest, that will help me marry to, uh, I would say, all of the strengths that I have as a person. So one, things that I'm good at, two, things that I actually like, and three, ways that I can express my creativity. I haven't gotten to a place where I have figured out what that that kind of um, what space I'm holding, what I want to fill that space with. And so I have seen a spiritual life coach for the past eight or nine years. And some of the things that she shared with me recently is like, what if you just did nothing? What if you just chilled out? cleared your mind, and remained open to opportunities and possibilities that will find you. And up until this point, I don't want to make it sound like this decision was just pulled out of thin air because it wasn't. It was something that I have been planning for for many years. I have budgeted, I have saved so that I could give myself more of a cushion to feel like I was was in a good spot before I left and and kind of jumped off a ledge to figure out what it is that I I really want to do when I grow up, which as a note to that, if you haven't figured it out yet, no matter what age you are, um, I think that's more than okay. I think there's a lot of us out there that are saying, how can I continue to use my skills um, and and make a, a positive impact in the world? So I'm doing my best to stay open, 
to surrender to that idea that I have to have everything figured out, that I need to have a plan, um, fig- I, that I need to have a plan as a whole. And um, and so far I can already see some seeds that are starting to sprout of producing this podcast and contacts that I've met previously or other business owners um, who we might be able to collaborate on some things. So I know that my life is ripe with opportunity and I hope that you feel the same too, um, no matter where you are in your journey of either starting a side hustle, wanting to find other ways to make money outside of corporate living. But the, the message that I feel called to share with you today is something that I struggle with a lot is I am a big ideas person. I have huge long notes in my, on my iPhone of ideas that pop up. I have one that's labeled um, ideas to make me a millionaire that I started 13 years ago and have kept the list going um, for all of these years as ones that I might pluck out and want to explore. And lately, as I've been doing some more soul searching, again, trying to just allow the opportunities to find me, is thinking about that idea of, well, that there's already something in the world that exists like that. Or my idea is not that unique because I've seen a variation of it before. Or how could I possibly do it better than someone else? So I'm telling you guys, even in a lot of the mindset skills that I have learned and the self-help journey that I've been on over the past, probably my entire life, Um, You know, I am still not immune to those creeping little thoughts that just tell you, oh, try again, not quite, not there, not good enough. So here's my new strategy, and maybe you can use it in your own life, is I am looking for proof, for evidence that there is never too much of anything, and there is always room to create something new that is mine and your individualistic expression of creativity and freedom. So here are just some of the ones that I've come up with. And I thought about this a lot when I started my first business, which is a food truck called Cleveland Cookie Dough Company. We had purchased a food truck in June without ever driving it before. And by August, that food truck was supposed to be completely fabricated and ready to run. Because if you live in the Midwest, you know if there is something like ice cream or a dessert or an outdoor business, you better get to work before the end of September. Because Mother Nature and all hell break loose after that. It might snow in October. It might be 80 degrees in December. We never really know what we're in for. So it's kind of the beauty of, and the horror of living in the Midwest, frankly. We never know what we're in for. So our food truck wasn't done by the end of August. And at this point, we're panicking because we had made this large investment. We really want to get this business off the ground. We've done all of the groundwork. We're super excited. We've spent all summer perfecting our recipes, figuring out how we were going to launch this thing. And we're just waiting and waiting and waiting. And you know what that waiting period does is it 
really gets inside your head. It really starts to amplify the doubts and the reasons why this is the dumbest idea that we have ever had. In that period, we also found out there were two competitors in our area that were doing quote unquote exactly what we were doing so our concept is edible cookie dough that wasn't something that was in the Cleveland market at the time which made me even more excited and build up these ideas of grandeur that this would be something that the city of Cleveland had never seen before and I'm ready to knock their socks off okay at the time I didn't have the skills that I have now or the understanding that what I bring to the table is completely different. And it's not even product-based, okay? It's not apples to apples in terms of product. So when that happened, I started to think, these other companies, man, they have it going on. You know, I am. I got this crappy truck. I got this crappy product. Oh, who is ever going to want to do that? Who's ever going to want to be my customer? And you know what that starts to do is it starts to kill your dreams. It is just a fire extinguisher on that burning need in your soul to want to create that doubt. And so I saw this meme four years ago and I think about it now as I'm sharing this story with you is have you ever walked down the bread aisle at the grocery store? It's all the fucking same. (laughs) It's all versions of white bread and wheat bread and gluten-free bread and grain and and honey wheat I mean I I I think I just named five right there if you are ever feeling insecure about the ideas that you have and what makes them special go to the grocery store go to the biggest grocery store that you can find a Myers, a Target Plus, a Walmart, Super Walmart. I mean, there are so many brands of practically the same thing. I mean, there are companies, like think of P&G, Procter Gamble. They own different brands of competing products because they recognize that the market wants something different always and they will capitalize on it that is why you see a ton of different deodorant brands owned by the same company because even corporate america recognizes there is room for everyone and so here in this place in my mind where doubt is creeping in and saying well how could i how dare i think how could i make a difference I'm reminded of the bread aisle. And then I started looking for additional evidence, more support to this claim. Go to a bookstore. Go down all of the aisles in, let's say, fiction, fantasy, romance, whatever it is, whatever whatever genre you pick, there are hundreds, potentially thousands of books on a similar topic written by a different person, a variety of different characters and scenarios, and yet there they are, all next to each other on that shelf, all waiting to be plucked out and experienced by you. Now, if you were to go to a bookstore and there was one fantasy book, 
one self-help book, one romance novel, how freaking boring would that be? I don't want to live in that world where there's no variety, where there's no different opinions or different views or different stories that can be told. And then the other piece of evidence that I have is in nature. I mean, you know, the universe, God, whoever, whatever side of the coin you sit on, what if it just stopped at one version of flower? What if it just stopped with one version of dog? What if we said that, you know what, people are only supposed to look a certain way and be a certain way, and then that's that's where, you know, the universe stopped. That's where evolution was like, we don't need to take it any further. How fucking boring would that be? I think about that all the time when I am insecure about what I want to do in the world and, and the value that I bring. Because at the end of the day, even if I am a loaf of white bread on a shelf, I am still up there with all of the different white wheat, seven grain, honey wheat versions. And that makes me special. And that makes me worthy of being on that shelf. So as I explore different opportunities and I start fine-tuning what it is that I want to do, I am constantly reminded that there is always a place for me and there is always a place for you. Please let this message today be one that celebrates your individuality, the special life experiences that have brought you here to listen to this podcast that have brought you to hear this message today. And I don't know what that might be, but I hope that it's resonating on any level. Whatever you're doing, whatever career you're exploring, side hustle, hobby, anything, I hope that you hear that whatever it is that comes from you, your expression of creativity, it is enough. It is worth being shared. And there is always a customer for you that is seeking out your particular brand of white bread. Thank you for listening to this week's episode. Please share your stories with me. I'd love to talk about your confetti-filled moments um, on an upcoming episode. If you like what you hear, please leave a review. It it's, means so much to me to be able to share this message and produce something that is hopefully a positive spot in your day. So thanks again for tuning in, and I will talk to you next week. Hey, all you confetti tossers and life party goers. Cheers to you for listening to another episode of a Confetti Filled Life podcast. It would mean the world to me if you click the button to subscribe and you'll be the first to know about each weekly episode that's being released. I'd also love if you shared what you are celebrating this week so that I can read it aloud and celebrate with you on an upcoming episode. You can always find me at at a confetti filled life on Instagram or shoot me a message at a confetti filled life.com. Have a great week and thank you again.